It's been a wild week for the Omaha Storm Chasers in Des Moines as the Chasers and Iowa Cubs have split the first four games of this week's series at Principal Park. Through the first 13 games this year, the offense has been the story of the season for Omaha as the club entered Saturday tied second in the International League in both runs and hits and first in the league at home runs, second in all of minor league baseball with 24 long balls. Omaha fell behind 9-0 after the third inning of Tuesday's series opener, but the Chasers showed some fight, scoring three in the fifth and three in the sixth, then brought the tie and run to the plate twice in the back half of the game, but unable to plot a victory, losing to Iowa 9-6. But things turned around Wednesday, a 10-6 victory. Things turned rough Thursday as the Chasers were tagged for 14 runs and mounted little in the way of offense, scoring just one run in a 14-1 loss on a home run from Nick Lofton. It's been quite the series for Lofton, who has eight hits in four games this week and a team-best seven runs batted in. Freddie Farine has also been hot at the plate, including a stretch of eight consecutive plate appearances with hits dating back to last week, though that stretch finally came to an end Thursday. Most recently, Friday's game produced the wildest outcome of the year, Omaha's third comeback win of the season. Trailing by four after seven innings, Omaha scored four runs in the top of the eighth, lost the lead in the bottom of the eighth, and scored four more in the top of the ninth for an 11-8 victory over the Iowa Cubs. The eight runs scored over the final two innings came on five hits, two walks, a hit batter, and three Iowa errors. To kickstart that rally in the eighth, Tucker Bradley came off the bench and delivered a pinch hit double that scored the first two runs of what ended up being an eight-run rally. Pitch from Birdie. Stroke to right center field. That's going to drop in the gap and roll to the wall. Bradley comes through off the bench. Home from second for Mean and around from first. Blanco to score standing up. First pitch swinging a pinch hit. Two-run double for Tucker Bradley. It's 7-5 here in the eighth. With Saturday's game postponed due to rain, the Chasers and Icubs will attempt to play a doubleheader Sunday starting at 108 Central from Principal Park. In Des Moines for the Omaha Storm Chasers, I'm Nick Batters. The second series of the season has been a roller coaster ride by the river for the Northwest Arkansas Naturals against the Wichita Wind Surge, reaching its peaks on Thursday and Saturday. The Naturals carried over a losing streak from the opening series, dropping a close game late on Tuesday and suffering an 8 2 setback to the Wind Surge on Wednesday. The two losses dropped Northwest Arkansas to 1 4 on the season, losing four straight games after an opening night win. Enter Anthony Veneziano, who started that opening day win, offering up another solid start. The offense came alive with 10 runs on 14 hits with only two extra base knocks in the victory. After a Friday night loss that saw the tying run come to the plate in the ninth, the offense opened up the floodgates again on Saturday. Peyton Wilson and Jorge Bonifacio had four hits while Jason Guzman homered as part of a 19-hit onslaught in a 12-3 win while Andrew Hoffman struck out seven in his first victory of the season. That sets up a Sunday contest that offers a chance to leave Kansas with a series split, heading back home to start a series against Amarillo on Tuesday. In Wichita, Kansas with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Sean Mernon. After starting the season on a five-game losing streak, the Quad Cities River Bandits enter Sunday having won their last three in a row against the Cedar Rapids Colonels, and today have a chance to claim their first series victory of the year. While the offense has been spotty through their first week of action, Quad Cities has seen nothing but consistency from Caden Wallace, who enters Sunday with at least one knock in every game this season. Good for a high A best eight game hit streak. In addition to Wallace, Gavin Cross and Carter Jensen have also gotten aboard in eight straight, making Quad Cities the only team in high A to have three players reach base in every game to start the season. On the mound, the Bandits' starting rotation has been one of the most dependable in minor league baseball, leading all of high A in innings pitched and pacing the Midwest League in strikeouts with 47, plus a league low nine walks. On Tuesday, 
Mason Barnett shined in his high A debut, tossing six innings and allowing just one earned run with six strikeouts. While on Tuesday, Noah Cameron shut out the Colonels through five innings and struck out eight, allowing just three men to reach in the process. On Friday, however, it was reliever Luwinder Avila who silenced the Colonels for his first River Bandits win. Avila's got seven Ks already. The 2-2. Breaking ball, got him looking. Ball game over. Luinder Avila slams the door with eight strikeouts in four and a third scoreless innings. The Bandits take down the Colonels for the second straight night, six to four at Veterans Memorial Stadium. Next week, Quad Cities begins its first six-game homestand of the season and welcomes Wisconsin to Modern Woodman Park. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kirchival. Columbia has won three of their last four games hanging to Sunday's action, and a big reason for the surge has been the incredible starting pitching. After last night's doubleheader, where Mauricio Valiz spun four scoreless innings and Ryan Ramsey allowed just one run in four frames, Stars have surrendered only three runs in 27 and two-thirds innings in the first six games of the year. That's good for a .98 ERA. The highlight of the week came Friday night, when Columbia set a new franchise record with 20 strikeouts in their 4-1 win over Charleston. David Sandlin led the group with nine strikeouts in five innings before Steven Zoback fanned all six batters he faced. Then Samuel Valerio cut down two in an inning before Eduardo Herrera earned the save with three strikeouts in the ninth. The offense has been coming along too. Royer Layton was able to drive in two in the top of the seventh and gain two of the doubleheader with this single. The Bulls starting to empty out here in Charleston, 0-1. Lined right back up the middle. Rodriguez scores. Squires being waved around. Throw home's going to be cut off, and Columbia leads it 2-1. to one. Leighton now is tied with Daniel Vasquez for the team lead with four RBI in the season. Next week, the Fireflies return home to face the first-place Fayetteville Woodpeckers. From Columbia, I'm John Kosas.